What's going on everyone? It's your boy JVD and we're back at it again with another episode of the FPL and Wine podcast. What's up guys? Jason here. Big scores this week, Jay. Big scores. How you feeling, man? Dude, yeah, crazy week. There's a lot of everyone seems to be hauling. It's it's pretty exciting in terms of like seeing these big ass numbers. Fun fun game when uh, your players are scoring, eh? Oh yeah, for sure. I know we're both happy cuz United pulled off that big win as well yeah man definitely um but yo let's just dive straight into it uh do you want to give uh the audio listeners a little bit of an agenda as to what we're talking about today yeah for sure so the first thing is yeah in light of all these hauls um we kind of like identified our player base so we're gonna we're gonna go through that and see who the good players are kind of which the good teams are like kind of do a recap of basically like what's going on this season so far and then within that we'll talk about individual players like dcl KDB, uh, United Assets, Chelsea Assets, um, Zaha, Vardy, all the usual guys. We'll go through them kind of and uh, just review who we think the best best picks are in each bracket maybe. Um, and Liverpool as well. Um, and then the usual stuff, questions, uh, match predictions, differentials, clean sheets, captaincy, you know, all the good stuff. Um, and yeah, should get through it. So it looks like you got 76 points. You took a hit this week. Not bad. Uh, you got 67. So, you know, we both definitely had good weeks, I would say. Above average, which is good. Yep, yep. Um, just barely, actually. I mean, that's Salah scoring another another brace. Salah uh, and Vardy. Didn't help. Yeah, and Vardy, fuck, man. And Son and Kane, like, holy shit. Everyone's just returning like crazy. Yeah, which brings us to, like, the first topic. Because I guess that's the general topic for today is, you know, FPL players in general have started to understand that, okay, you know what, there's a general kind of sense of what players should just automatically be in your team. Like, there's a template, as you say, that's starting to form. So, yeah, uh, do you want to just go over that template and maybe see how we can find differentials and other stuff like that? But let's first go over the template and, you know, discuss, like, all these players and what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, sure. We can go, like, um, price bracket-wise. So, like, premiums and then mid-price guys and then cheap guys, I guess. is that That's probably good, right? Yeah, let's start with premiums. Yeah, so the three the three main ones are the guys in midfield and then Kane. So the three in midfield would be KDB, Bruno, and uh, Salah. And then um, you have Kane. And then on the sides, kind of peripheral guys, is like you have Mane and Sterling as well. Sterling hauled this week as well. We kind of forgot about that. Um, and those are the real, like, super premium guys who you're, like, really looking to captain every week. Um, so I guess then the question becomes, like, out of those, I mean, you can't have five guys that are 12 million so like out of those who would you have right now um i definitely would want to have the three that you stated uh kdb salah and bruno i think those guys are the craziest however it's hard to fit all of them a point that i want to make is would you say uh Ming song is a premium well he's he's definitely a captaincy pick he's just he's just cheaper right like he's still only like nine four or whatever so um how much is he nine five so like yeah he's still a little bit cheaper so i don't really consider him like in the same obviously the price brackets are just different so um i would i would rate him on the next one down yeah okay so in terms of price bracket definitely the next one down but what do you think of in terms of like the level of fantasy like fpl value you think he falls in that bracket with kdb fernandez and salah right now well like i'm happy captaining him in any good fixture so yeah i would say that yeah he's like so that that's kind of like where you kind of have to make those sacrifices right like in my case i don't really have room for salah in my team right now so I have Son, and he got me 13 points this week. So I'm pretty happy with that. Just one point less for like, um, like two, three million less in terms of the budget. So 
yeah, those are that's kind of I guess the next price bracket, which is kind of where you find your your first of all your differentials, and then second of all, uh, you make the money to have those heavy hitters up front. That's definitely for sure. Uh, what do you think about uh, budget price midfielders? Anyone that's like kind of nailed for you that you like, or you just want to get those premiums in as fast as possible? Well, like I mean, we saw again this week, right? Like Zaha return like huge haul um you got guys like uh suchek at the really budget price jota um who i brought in this week Grealish, who i transferred out this week <laughs> um but yeah there's there's a lot of options there as well so i think my top top guys for that bracket would probably be zaha and Grealish. but um jota's got that really good fulham fixture coming up and um yeah there's a lot of options man a lot of options at all prices um any differentials in that price bracket, you would say? Budget mids? I definitely like Suchek. I think he's a big differential right now. Um, yeah. Good on yeah, you. Yeah, we've been I, talking I'm, about him for a long time, man. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely Sick. a good seeing player. Him, seeing one of those like sleeper picks coming through is always nice. The interesting one is Jota, man, because he was the most transferred in player this week. And yep. like you and me Fucking have been talking, too. like we're not... Yeah, like... We're not oblivious to the fact that Salah is an FPL god. Like we know he's I would I would have obviously chosen him to be in my team if I had the money, but we just don't. And if you want to fit guys like Sun, Kane, KDB, Bruno into your team, how can you afford Salah? Which comes to my next question. Like, in your opinion, Jay, what which are the guys to have at this point of FPL? Like So yeah, you definitely have to pick and choose, right? Um so I think what it really depends on is who you already have in your team. And how easy it is for you to get from one person to another, right? So, like like we were saying, it, you can't have everyone. So, Sun, for instance, is probably going to stay in my team. Even though I could I could probably do, like, a double swap with him and Werner or something like that to get him up to um, Salah. He's still going to stick in my team. Uh, so, it's definitely up to the individual to, like, kind of determine where, where they still have... Where their strengths and weaknesses are, basically. If you, if you need a premium midfielder, like, you don't have... Uh, you only have one, maybe, of KDB, Bruno... And Salah, then in that case, yeah, I would be looking to get a second one in because I need the other captaincy option. Um, but I don't know. Maybe maybe in your case, you're happy with uh, Kane captaincy in a lot of weeks or Sun captaincy in a lot of weeks. So, uh, yeah, it definitely depends. It, it seems this year in uh, FPL that the main kind of the biggest dilemma comes in the midfield because in terms of strikers and, and defenders, it's like guys can, you know, have their own picks and stuff and Sometimes the team gets a clean sheet. Sometimes they don't. Okay, yeah, Kane did really well today. Uh, okay, Ben Tepe, like random guys are, are doing okay. Vardy, sure. But like the the main dilemma is in the midfield because not everyone owns all those players. Bruno, KDB, Salah, Son. It's just impossible, right? Yeah, it's impossible. So Yeah, Grealish too, right? So <laughs> it's interesting. I think you mentioned guys like Sterling and Mane. I definitely don't think they're guys that anyone would want. I wouldn't anyone, want them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Moving forward, it's like if like yeah, so so in that case, yeah, if you have someone like Sterling or Mane in your team, um that those are the guys you would probably be sacrificing to get to someone like KDB or Salah. Yeah. Just as simple as that, I think. Um but I mean there's premiums and like other issues um all across the board though, right? Like if you look at your defenders, um who are you picking cuz now Trent Robbo are both fit and ready to go. Apparently, I don't know, I didn't watch the second half, but Apparently, Trent looked really good when he came on. Um, Chilwell is still good. Reese James. Uh, lots of these guys. Even Zuma scores fucking every single week. Like, who do you really get there? And I, I think Dyer is actually a really good pick uh, once again. 
Yeah, I think out of those guys, probably Reese James. Just because if you're going to spend a lot of money in midfield, nobody's going to... Yeah, you need to make the money. Yeah, nobody's going to be looking to get in Trent right now. If if Bruno, KDB, and Salah are just going to be on form throughout the whole season and just, like, keep delivering points, like, okay, yeah, Trent came on, he got an assist. We all know what Trent can do, but... You know, like you already have Robertson, for example. Uh, you know, there's other guys. There's just other other players right now. Chelsea are looking very good defensively. Spurs. Yeah, the double up there is amazing, man. And Spurs, yeah, Spurs too. So, it, it, a lot Fuck, of, dude. I don't even know yeah, who to get. There's so a many lot of options. options on the board. But so let's let's kind of track back a little bit here. Let's talk about the yeah, forwards. Yeah. Uh, of of course, Kane is like the premium guy of premiums. He's the guy to get. I mean, you could argue Jesus, but once again, he didn't deliver in the. In a game, you'd expect him to get F- UFPL points. So there's guys like, um, there's a lot of cheap options in the forward slots, is what I'm noticing. There's a bunch of cheap guys that are really good, and then you have Kane. Um, so you have guys like DCL, Bamford, uh, Callum Wilson. Those are all like really good options. And I guess Benteke actually had a really good game as well. Um, I see you wrote that here in the notes. Okay, uh, hopefully he can start scoring again, man. He was good to watch when he was uh, when he was really good. Um, but yeah, it looks like you just probably pick one or two of those cheap guys and then just have Kane and then you're pretty much good. Even in bad fixtures, um, quote unquote bad fixtures, like today they had Arsenal, but they fucking destroyed them. So uh, yeah, I guess you could just have two random cheap guys like DCL, Bamford, Kane is probably a really good front line right now. Yeah. So that brings me to my uh, my first question in terms of the forwards. Would you continue sticking with DCL or is it time to move him on? Um, I mean, his fixtures really don't look that good, right? No, they don't. They have. Uh, they play Chelsea, City, and... City, and uh, Chelsea in the next five. Um, I don't think Leicester or Arsenal are really t- terribly bad fixtures, but that, like, I mean, yeah, there's there's other players in that, like even cheaper, like Bamford and Wilson, who can probably do a little bit better over the same period. So there, I'm definitely looking at shifting my forward lines, in the next uh, couple of game weeks for sure. What about you? I mean, we both have DCL. He once again delivered for us. So every week, you man. can't really complain with that. It's just a question of, I think, budget right now. Yeah. Yep. For sure. To make the room for those guys. Yeah. Exactly. If I can downgrade DCL to let's say Che Adams, because this guy's like he's looking good. I'm I'm sure he's gonna do something tomorrow. Uh, but if he if if he uh if I downgrade DCL to Che Adams, okay, that that frees my budget up so much more for my midfield for my defenders, because that's where the dilemma is right now. I think I think Kane is like is he would you say he's a must have or no? Um I mean I would looking to get Werner up to Kane somehow and I don't know if that means dropping DCL to Bamford. I'm going to be looking into that next week. Uh for me personally, yeah, um I look at my team and I look at a Kane-shaped hole in it every single week. I'm like what the fuck is like what am I doing like not having this guy in my team? He just he literally returns every week and like Palace away is actually, I would say, a really solid picture for Spurs. I think they're going to do do a good job there. Um, even though I know Palace played a really good game today against, um, who did they play, West Brom? Um, they, they absolutely blew them out of the water, but uh, Spurs are different, man. West Brom were playing a man down, but for sure. like I didn't see the highlights even, but I'm sure, yeah. Like Zaha, um, Eze, and Benteke, like, those guys know how to play with each other, so... A lot of chemistry, for sure. Yeah, we'll have to see, man. That that Spurs game is a good test for them. I, I mean, Spurs are top of the table. They're a good test for anybody, really, right now. I'm moving on to, uh, well, I guess our captain picks. I mean, I'm sure we're both like pretty uh, happy with that. KDB captain, 28 points. Yeah, that's good, man. Um, I like having, I mean, once you have these nailed captains, like this is like a good time in the season, really. Once you have these guys kind of sorted out in your team, 
um, you don't really have to don't have to worry week to week about like taking hits to get in like people that you actually want to captain. Yeah, you and I were both uh, talking about uh, Diaz, Ruben Diaz, and then Zhao Cancelo. Yep. Obviously, I brought in Diaz, but Cancelo actually ended up playing, so that was like a, a bust. Just but unfortunate, th- man. Yeah, just unfortunate. Unfortunate, but I think long term the better move. But yeah, are you are you looking player. to bring in any other city assets besides KDBJ? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking at my defense as another spot that I could potentially make some ground up in these next few games. Um, right now, I have uh, Lamptey, Walker, Peters, and like Ferguson as kind of my peripheral defenders, like guys who could be on the bench week to week. But if one of those would be, I don't know about Lamptey. Lamptey fucking returns every week regardless. But um, if one of those could be like, like if I could do Walker Peters to Diaz or Walker Peters to Dyer or something like that, I would definitely be looking at that. Um, if you have like, if you have the spare transfer, right? Again, it goes back to, I think it, the whole game really is starting to just be like who you captain every week. And I guess it kind of always was that, but like. Yeah, if your captaincy is sorted next week, man, getting in another City defender or another Chelsea defender or Spurs, those are the three, I would say, best defenses, right? And Liverpool, but Liverpool's guys are really expensive. So what do you think? Moving back to that captaincy point you just mentioned, it's like if you have a lot of captaincy options in your team, then you don't really have to stress. It's just a a question of picking the right one at the right, you know what I mean? Yeah, you just look at the fixtures and just like just throw a dart at it sometimes, man, because they're all such good picks. KDB is a good captain every week. I mean, he's on pens. I just could start, like I was happy that you know he was back on pens. Didn't hesitate and put it in the back of the cor- back of the net. Definitely, dude. He walked. He walked up so fucking. He strutted up to that. He man. had to make a point. He wanted to make a point, man. After that miss, for sure. Yeah. Stop fucking. Yeah. No. No more. No one else is taking pens ever again. I got this. Don't even worry about it. Um. Yeah. So to wrap up, City. I think. I think it's fair to say that KDB is a must have, and then. Maybe if you want to add a defensive asset, you can. But I think other than that, that's that's pretty much it, right? Like just because of pure rotation and stuff, it's it's not. I don't know if it's worth it getting any more city assets. But maybe I'm wrong. Um, yeah. I mean, Jesus is still a solid pick. I think. Um, I picked him as my differential this week. Uh, did he return? I don't think he did. Right? No, he didn't. It was just KDB Sterling. Yeah. Um, I still think Jesus is a fine pick. It's just that, um, if you're paying like nine five for him, you can probably find a little bit extra to go up to Kane. That's the only thing. Um, moving on to United, uh, as we saw, Bruno was rested and he only played 45 minutes and he still returned for all of his FPL managers. So, I mean, that's just a joy to see, no? Yeah, man. You love to see that, dude. I was like a little annoyed Bruno benching, but I mean, it kind of makes sense in United's perspective with the big Champions League game and then City next week, uh, giving him a rest. But like, holy shit, he just completely turned the game when he came on second half, eh? Yeah, no, definitely a must-have. I, I really got to find a way to get him in. Like, he's he's a crazy player. He just does crazy things. He created the most chances, man, in one half. Like, what the hell is that? And he got three uh, bonus points, no? Yeah, or two. Two, I think he two got bonus two. points. That's but ridiculous, still, man, dude. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. My question when it comes to United is, is he... Like, obviously, he's not the only option, but because of, like, the diversity within the league and all the other FPL assets, I think, is it fair to say that just for United, it's good to just have Bruno, or would you be looking at maybe I don't know Dean Henderson, Tellez, Rashford, even Greenwood? What are your thoughts on that? Um, no, I don't think it's really worth doubling there. Um, I do feel like there's going to be a lot of rotation. There's because I mean you can see that like they pulled off Martial and uh, Cavani at halftime, and that changed the game for them. So like, um, there's no one really that I would really feel. Co- I-, I guess Tellez maybe is the only one, but I wouldn't really feel comfortable. Uh, 
transferring in any of those other guys just because like even Rashford, right? Started off the bench. Uh, Bruno's basically the only one who I like um, as a start every week type of player. Yep. Definitely, definitely uh, one of the best FPL players to have this season for sure. Moving on to obviously a team in form, I guess the second in the PL table just because of goal difference. Or no, no, they're third in the PL table, Chelsea. Um, They're looking like the real deal, man. But I guess my question for you is, since you have this player, is is it time to drop Werner? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think I think it's a fine drop. Uh, just like we said, right? There's guys in uh, either more expensive than him or cheaper than him uh, that have more of a chance of returning or equal chance of returning every week. So if you want to go to um, if you want to go to Kane, I think that's probably where I would be. Lo- that's where I am looking rather. Um, or Bamford. Those are the two guys that I'm really looking at. So either I'll drop my value there a little bit and go down to Bamford because realistically, man, you look at how many chances Leeds create, even against um, a great defense like Chelsea, um, Bamford was still able to come up with some points. Uh, and I don't think Werner is really proving uh, like a 9.5. What is, what's his price right now? 9.5. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's value right there. Um, although I guess he could return every, every like week, basically. He fucks up a couple chances so i don't know what do you think dude i like okay so you and i both watched the game together of course he missed like some sitters for sure but i'm at like if he's if he like picks up his form in terms of finishing and stuff and he gets into his rhythm bro he could be hauling every week he just misses all his chances but like he it's like the same thing with bamford it's like okay the guy misses chances but at least he gets into those positions and finds a way right so it's like that's why i kept bamford and same thing with werner like I would be definitely like hesitant. Definitely hesitant, just because, yeah. dude. Yeah, okay, he got only five points, but he could have like his ceiling is still pretty good. It's dude, just it's he a can't crazy finish. game, man. Yeah, exactly. It's a crazy game when you're looking at a return on your on like random players, and you're just like, wow, man, he could have hauled like every single week. I swear, we're looking at our teams, and like one or two of our guys could have been like freaking 12, 15 pointers. Yeah, so like Werner, and then also Chelsea create a lot of. Um, they create a lot of chances. I know they're tied with Spurs on 14 goals, uh, four, I believe. Or no, they're sorry. Yeah. Their goal difference is four, their more. goal difference is 14. Yeah, yeah. Like that's insane, right? And like they're them and Spurs. Well, Spurs had those few couple of games that like they scored a lot, but Chelsea have been scoring like three zero, four zero consistent runs. And Timo's been like, okay, yeah, he hasn't finished, but once he starts finishing, dude, I wish he was playing the number nine, bro. That would make such a difference. I still, I still get annoyed with that. Yeah, I, I don't know, I. He's better, like, I, I think he's good either way, number 9 or 11. He just doesn't, didn't finish his chances. It's simple as that, man. He just didn't finish. So, definitely, definitely be wary of that when you if you choose to sell him. But, like, I think he's he's not a... I would definitely be losing my patience, too, after that performance, for sure. But, like, do you think do you think Bamford can match his returns, like, over the course, like, over a longer term? Or it's, like, like Chelsea are just too good of an attack kind of thing? I think if you want to invest in Chelsea personally... Because of, like, all the attacking assets they have, like, I think defense is where people should, uh, like, invest. But maybe, like, maybe their defensive run has come to an end. I don't know. But in terms of Bamford v. Werner, like, like you said, Leeds just attacked. So maybe it's better to just, like, invest your money in Bamford, keep him for the rest of the season. And then you can invest that extra, what, like, 2 million or something? It's a lot. 3 million, man. 3.3. So, yeah, it is a big difference. So, like, I wouldn't blame you for selling it. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's a big fair, move for fair. sure. I mean, if I'm doing that, I would probably want to do it as part of a double move as well. But have you seen Chelsea's defensive fixtures? Holy crap. It looks like they could keep, like, three or four cleans in their next five. 
Like, they look like cleaning every week, even against good teams. Bro, that's what I'm saying. So, I don't know if, like... For me, I have like I have Ziyech. Unfortunately, he got injured. I'm I'm gonna I'm trying to look to drop him for sure. I don't know if it's this week or next week, but Grealish, bro, you gotta get Grealish. Yeah, that's Fuck, like, that's, man, another, that's another player. <laughs> that's another player. But in terms of Chelsea, bro, I think it's I don't know if it's better to focus on defense for them because they're so consistent that 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 back four: Thiago Silva, Zuma, Chilwell, Reese James, and Mendy. Obviously, it, they're just looking like really good, really yeah. good. I might have to make a transfer to get one of those guys in. I have the money to do it. Don't so we'll you have Chilwell? I, I want another man. We're about <laughs> this. Dude, I just look. I just saw their fixtures, man. It fucking got me going. I want another. I want another piece of that. For sure, man. Um, moving on to, I guess, the league leaders, Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, my question to you, Jay: Are Kane? Is, sorry, is Kane and Son the most lethal duo in the Premier League? I mean, yeah, I think for sure. That's pretty easy. Easy answer there. Um, but, like, we were talking so bad about them, like, when uh, City's fixtures turned before. Not bad, but, like, I don't know. I think we were both a little bit down on them. And, like, dude, they don't even care about the fixtures. It just looks it just looks like they're going to keep on ticking along points every single week against City, against, I mean, nothing against Chelsea for Sun last week. But, I mean, and, again, Arsenal probably not uh, not a good, fi- uh, not a bad fixture. It's I would say that's a good attacking fixture, if anything now um but yeah man they they seem to return in every every single game and then liverpool is two weeks from now so that's the only that's probably their only hard game for like a long time now if we look at his their uh their ticker like they've got palace then leicester wolves fulham leeds villa sheffield like that's a pretty crazy run all the way up to game week 19 and then they start having uh liverpool and chelsea and city within the next five after that but yeah for this next like 10 fucking 10 game weeks that's a lot man you can captain them in most of them like it looks pretty good to have either one or both of Kane and Son bro you're getting me going with that Spurs Liverpool game I know Spurs want revenge yo it's gonna be sick bro man. they want revenge for that CL final man and uh, I think it was 2019 but like bro like Mourinho he's like okay yeah you can argue he plays a certain way maybe it's not the most attractive but they're first right now dude they don't they don't drop points when they get up man Mourinho teams too like that Liverpool game is going to be a fat 0-0, not allow them to gain any ground. He's going to be happy with that for sure. Yeah, and people can say, like, I'm just going to go on a little bit of a Mourinho rant here. Like, Go for it, bro. You got it. People are going to say, like, Mourinho didn't do much at United or whatever. He didn't accomplish as much, but he still brought us, what, two trophies? Europa and Community Shield. Okay, maybe those aren't the biggest, but, man, he just brings trophies to every every club he's in. So what I'm trying to get at is the Spurs team are the real deal, man. Like, yeah, okay, they don't maybe they don't score as much and maybe they play they don't play as attractive football compared to Liverpool City in terms of attacking, but dude, their counters are lethal. Lethal. And Kane and Son at the top of those every time, they're they finish, man. They just finish their chances. So I don't know if I think the double up stays. Yeah, man. Yeah, if you if you still have both of them, if you held them through these couple of tough games, tough runs, uh, I don't think there's any harm in holding them for the foreseeable future at least. And I mean, game week twenty is when their fixtures kind of get bad again. But again, like they're so good that they might even just keep returning. So that Liverpool game is a big test uh, again for them. So we'll see exactly if they can return in these in these fixtures where their attacking prospects are not the best. Um, that's a really a sign of a player that you want to keep for a long time for sure. Would you say, like, any defensive assets stand out to you? Do you think, would you invest in Spurs' defensive assets, or are you just going to stick with, like, maybe City and Chelsea for now? 
No, I think Dyer is still a really good pick. We talked about him at the start of the season. I think I had him to start the season, right? Um, I think he's, I think he's again solid pick. Um, yeah, I don't, need, I don't know, not much to say about that. He's, uh, he's a, not a good player, but the team keeps a lot of clean sheets, so I would definitely be, be looking at him as well. Bro, uh, my brother just came in and he just showed me that Logan Paul is fighting Floyd Mayweather. I don't know the day, but it's official. Like this guy just posted it on his Instagram. Oh, that sounds uh, sounds like Logan Paul's gonna die, bro. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, this just man's a little fighting snippet. the goat, bro. This man <laughs> went from Nate Robinson to fighting the goat. Like what the hell? No, that's gonna be a good one, man. Just a little side note. Uh, <laughs> try and get back on track. That's, that's a jokes. crazy fight. We'll that's see what jokes. happens. But um, yeah, like moving back to Spurs. Uh, yeah, I think it's best to have Kane and Son in the in your teams, and yeah, I mean, how much is Dyer? Did you did you say? Uh, Dyer is four point nine, dude. Like so wow. cheap. That's nothing. Wow. That's like the same yeah, as yeah. Konza. Like you're getting. That's a cheeky. That's a cheeky little signing. And if he's gonna, uh, who's the other? Is it Dyer and Alderweireld? Right. They're they're the center back. Yeah, but team, I mean, right? if you're paying that much, uh, Alderweireld is five four. You might as well get James at that point. You're not really. I don't think you're gaining anything from that. I think James has a lot better attacking potential. Or, or Zuma even, right? Yeah. Oh, Zuma, another guy for sure. Uh, moving on to Liverpool assets. You and I obviously both made a transfer this week, and that involved Diogo Jota. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you regret that decision, or are you satisfied? I mean, yeah, okay, he didn't deliver today, but... No, nah, man, he's this guy's 6.9, and he's got like double return potential every week. He could... He, he's a fine pick. I think, like, if we look at, like, Mane and Salah, they also get rotated from time to time. So it's not like... Uh, I don't think there's much uh, to choose between uh, Yota and picking one of those guys or, or, or bolstering the midfield. So I think Yota's going to get a lot of starts still moving forward. Um, yeah, he's a he's a really sick asset to own right now, man. I, I'm happy to own him. I just... I think I could have probably held off on the transfer um for this week and just had two frees but it's whatever i i really wanted him for this fulham game more than anything dude i think it's good to have liverpool cover at all times uh yeah okay yeah and as many of them as possible man they fucking they score goals against every team and just just probably the best team in the league still honestly even though spurs are number one right now no liverpool are definitely good it's i mean they're it's good to see trent back out on the field you know robertson's playing well Mane, firmino jota so it's like yeah, like I, I think I'm, I'm feeling that he's gonna do really well against Fulham next week. So it'll, it'll be interesting. But of course, if you had the money, you would definitely buy Salah, right? Yeah, that's, that's a no-brainer, man. If I could go from Jota to Salah, uh, that would be, those would be moves that I would like to make. But it's, it's, it's hard to see that happening, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna do some quick little, click some buttons here and see what happens. <laughs> but I don't think I can get there really. Um, no, it would involve like downgrading Werner and uh, DCL, uh, and I don't—that's too many transfers. I'm not trying to take a minus eight anytime soon. There you have it, guys. Uh, a few topics that we ran through there. Uh, obviously, uh, City assets, United. Um, you know the template that's starting to form within everyone's team. You know, our Chelsea defensive assets—the right choice. You know, Kane and Son, and then Liverpool assets. Um, so moving on, we're gonna kind of discuss a little bit of our game week uh, twelve match predictions and kind of go from there so uh i guess friday which is nice to see leads west ham jay your thoughts um i think west ham will probably take it i think probably two nothing nothing. you think they're gonna shut out leads yeah yeah i think they'll just put up a good good defensive performance leads really struggle man if you give them the ball and just sit back don't really let them like counter press you that much 
Um, Leeds kind of struggle to create anything like clear cut. And West Ham are really good at like just parking the bus really like Moyes has them drilled really well. I think uh, I would see I could see two nothing West Ham. Wolves, Ashton Villa. Um, this is tough. I could see like a, a low scoring draw, maybe even a zero zero in this game. Oh, we didn't really talk about Jack Grealish, but I mean, I mean, you transferred him out. I'm, I'm, I may be looking to transfer him in. What, what are your thoughts on, on Villa and, and Grealish? Um, I don't think a Wolves would be the game to transfer him in for. Um, I think they, they are a really good team, and I, yeah, like I said, I could see like low scoring or zero zero there. Um, but I, I don't think that the pick is bad by any means. Uh, and I mean, like I said, I kind of do regret dropping him because even in their low scoring. Uh, games this guy seems to be the one to be contributing with the goals and assists so definitely uh, a good pick good moving forward and yeah uh, i think after after this wolves game they have some good fixtures again coming up so yeah no problems with that moving on to newcastle west brom i think this is a great game for callum wilson yeah yeah i could see a couple a couple returns for him there but i don't know maybe maybe like three three one three one newcastle yeah i mean do you think the break for Villa and Newcastle will play play a role in their re- respective games? Probably no. Um, I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely helpful. These guys barely get any rest, regardless, like throughout the season. So, even a week off is like pretty big for them, right? Moving on to the biggest game of the weekend, the Manchester derby: uh, United against City, Bruno against KDB. Your thoughts? Should be a sick game, man. These uh, United just always turn up in the big games, and um, it makes it really fun to watch. I would say it's going to be 3-1 to United. Let's have it, lad. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Uh, once again, I think Bruno, people might be hesitant to bring Bruno. If you don't already have Bruno, that is. People might be hesitant to bring him in just because he, they play City. But Dude, you could cap him, bro. You could fucking cap him. This guy's going to get a penalty. Like, Mendy will slide tackle someone or something. I don't know. This guy will get an 80th minute penalty. Yeah, man. But the thing is, it'll be interesting how Pep plans his strategy around kind of Bruno. If he's going to man mark him, what is he going to do? Yeah. Rashford, bro. Rashford was looking so good, man, when he came on in the half. Like, just the way the way he runs so direct at defenders is, like, really good to watch. Should be sick. Should be a really sick game. Moving on to another interesting game of the weekend. Everton against Chelsea. Predictions? Yo, I think Chelsea are going to fuck them, dude. Dude, that's why I'm saying, like, maybe this is a good game for Timo. For Timo, yeah, um, yeah, Everton's defense are not that great anymore, right? Like, I think, yeah, the the, the Timo pick, I, that's that's why I'm really hesitant to move him out this week as well. Um, and if anything, I'm looking to bring in a Chelsea defender. I think they have a good chance of a clean sheet as well. I could see like two nothing, three nothing to Chelsea. Chelsea are looking really good defensively, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, moving on to the games on Sunday, Southampton against Sheffield. Yo, I heard Danny Ings might be back soon. Is that true? Have you seen anything about that? No, I haven't. But even if he is, that's obviously that's that's good. But I think Shea Adams is just like looking really good. Like I, I'll I'm gonna be yeah yeah I'm gonna be watching that game tomorrow. I want to see how he does. Obviously, we're recording on a Sunday right now. For those of you that don't know, yeah, before the Southampton versus uh, Brighton game, I think we should have mentioned that maybe earlier. But it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, but yeah, Sheffield. I guess a little bit unlucky not to get anything from that Leicester game, but yeah, they're really struggling right now. Dude, their strikers just suck, man. I think that's all it really comes down to. Because when I look at the team, I'm like, okay, they're doing okay in the build-up. Their defense is like well shaped, and like they look like they're. I mean, we know what Sheffield are, right? Like they're pretty well drilled, but their strikers are just so bad, man. So it'll it'll be interesting to see. Southampton clean sheet. Most likely, yeah, for sure. You could captain a Southampton defender, and like you know. Okay, maybe not that far, but like still, <laughs> dude, Sheffield are bad, man. Like uh, McBurney and uh, what's the kid's name? Brewster. Brewster, yeah. 
Fuck, man. Dude, I picked up Brewster at the start. I mean, good thing he's never been in my lineup this year yet. But, like, Jesus. He's just been just straight ones ones and twos the entire time. Uh, moving on to the later game, uh, Crystal Palace against Spurs. I think Spurs take this one comfortably. No? Um, I mean, I could see Zaha hitting them on the counter. Or like, It could be like a little 2-1 or 2-2 maybe. Interesting. Yeah, maybe maybe Spurs drop points. But the way they're going right now. I mean, I'm looking at capping one of their guys though. So Spurs? <laughs> I hope it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at Suncap, but uh, I mean, I hope they fucking just kill them. Nice 3 nothing, Sun Hattie, I would be down. That's interesting <laughs> that you brought up Cap because the next game is Fulham against Liverpool. And I suspect most guys, most people are going to be capping Mohamed Salah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, I think he's the standout captaincy this week. Uh, and yeah, I mean, like we both have Jota. Would you look at like that it's kind of a little bit more risky because any given week Shota could just not start right but i think given the rest yeah for sure i think he starts this game and if anything he gets uh, he gets in on the fpl points it's just i don't know if he's captain material just yet okay all right all right fair enough uh arsenal burnley i think we can both agree burnley takes this <laughs> yeah man should be an easy easy clean sheet uh, i think like a one nothing chris wood game Looks like it. Or like James Tarkowski from like a corner kick. You know what's interesting? It's like people are saying Arteta out, but I, I would say they're playing much better than they have under previous managers. They just... I mean, they seem like they're like drilled, but like they're not drilled to do anything positive, right? They get up the field. Like, okay, Bellerin had, didn't really have a good game. I don't know if you watched the, the Spurs-Arsenal game. I, I watched quite a bit of it, yeah. Did, did you see Tierney? Yeah, he was putting in some good crosses, for sure. He put in so many crosses, man. It's just like, imagine if they had a Giroud, which they did once upon a time. <laughs> but, like, Fucking you know Arsenal, what I mean? dude. Yeah, it's like, man, like, Tierney was putting in a lot of good balls. Okay, Bellerin, not as good of a performance, but he was still getting high. It's just like, I don't know what's happening between that front three, Willie and Lacazette, Aubameyang. Something's not clicking there. Yeah, I mean, Aubameyang being, like, in that, he's, like, in a weird position now. He's not even, like, before he was kind of, like, all the way on the wing. Now he's, like, a little bit inside, like, not really playing striker. I don't know. I think Burnley take it, man. Burnley are, like, actually a team, and, like, they have people that can score here and there. Um, I just don't think Arsenal have anything uh, about them, period. Moving on to the last game of the game week, Leicester against Brighton. That should be a sick game, actually, because Brighton, I, I think Leicester will kill them, to be honest, because Brighton actually like possessing the ball and like moving forward, pushing people up, and then Vardy will just pick them off on the counter. That would probably be my prediction. Actually, if I have Vardy, that's a pretty cheeky differential cap there. It is, man, and some people in our mini leagues do have him, and like he has been kind of like. Dude, he was quiet the whole game this game. But that's the thing with him, man. He gets bro, it's just an easy tap in. Not, not even a tap in. He was like a breakaway. Like he still had to do. Oh yeah, this was a breakaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he is clinical, man. It is Jamie Vardy, and when he scores, he does punish. As soon as the yeah, I remember the goal now. As soon as the ball broke in midfield, I was like, Yo, Vardy's freaking scoring this. (laughs) Maddo threw ball straight in, man. Yeah, nice, nice finish. All right, well, that kind of wraps up our Game Week 12 um, match predictions. Moving on to our differentials. So I'll go, I'll say one and then you say one, Jay, okay? We'll go two, we'll, we'll do two each. All right, sounds good. So so, so my first uh, differential will be Christian Pulisic. I think, unfortunately, with the injury of Hakeem Siech, it was a hamstring, so I doubt he'll be ready for this match week. Unfortunately, I have him, so I have to see what uh, he does. But I think Pulisic looks like a diff- good differential. Uh, he came on um early i think it was early on in the game actually because of zh's injury and he ended up scoring so good pick for me yeah yeah so mine would be um from burnley as it's as i said i do think that they're gonna do pretty good against arsenal um it would be chris wood for me uh this guy just happens to score basically all of brighton's goals 
and Arsenal are kind of like a weaker like weaker team and Chris Wood is the type of guy who will just bully them um for me I'm gonna say Callum Wilson uh for my next pick I think West Brom do I guess you you can argue that they actually have strengthened defensively a little bit they're more compact but I think just Callum Wilson in general he's uh they didn't play this week he's gonna be hungry to get back on the pitch and score he's on penalties as well so good pick yeah yeah, that's good. And then um, my last one would be uh, Harvey Barnes from Leicester. I mean, he doesn't really start every week, but I think um, actually, you know what? Let's let's make that Maddo. I think uh, Maddo is probably more nailed to start. And uh, yeah, I just think they're going to do really well against Brighton. Brighton play that high line, and they'll have more opportunities to play the ball in behind Tavardi. Um, that kind of concludes our differentials. Uh, Jay, do you have any moves that you want to make this week? Uh, what are you dis- what are you thinking, man? Um. Like I said, I th- I would love to get in Salah, and uh, it sucks that I can't. So I don't know. I, I think I'll probably end up um, either holding or making another defensive move, or a defensive move, rather. Um, I think I want more Chelsea in my back line. Chelsea, as we said, right? Chelsea, Spurs, City, and Liverpool are probably going to be the top four. Uh, and top four defenses at the moment, for sure. So, uh, like, moving Kyle Walker-Peters to, like, Reese James or something... That's pretty good for me. Um, but I, I think holding is also a fine option. I look at my like 11 for next week, and I'm pretty much set. I like the captaincy uh, on Sun right now. Um, what do you think? Captaincy? Just Salah? Um, yeah, captaincy would probably probably be Salah, but I like... He's the but you did shout out sure. Bruno earlier, and this guy just has big balls, man. Like He just... He'll he'll do something crazy. Score a worldly. Yeah, score man. Worldly again. He'll do something crazy for that game. So it'll be interesting. But yeah, Salah for sure. He has the mo- the highest ceiling. So, I mean, if you had if you have like a Liverpool defender as well, that's probably a really good captaincy this game. I think too, right? Like, would that be a problem? Like, do you have a do you do you like not like capping defenders kind of thing? No, I I used to do it too. It, it, like it, it is risky. It's just. In terms of the ceil- lower ceiling, yeah, exactly. And like that's the thing. Like unless a unless a, a game week is hard, a hard choice in terms of captain, then okay, I would look to captaining a defender. But this week it's like a no brainer. Like if you have Salah, like why not just put it on him, man? Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying I'm saying in my team, right? Like I don't have Salah, and I have Bruno and KDB both playing against each other. So I mean, Sun is who I have it on now. But like, do you think Robertson is like a bad pick? Like no, I don't. Okay, all right. I'll I'll think about that for sure, man. Before the start yeah. of the week. Um, in terms of my transfers, uh, I kind of like, I, I'm looking to roll and I know we, me and Jay say this every week and, and we don't roll every week, dude. We're like, yeah, let's roll. And then, yo, dude, this week was so funny, man. It was like 1am, like before the deadline, I was in bed, I'm reading some fucking Twitter thread and this guy's like, yo, Jota, bro, Jota. And I'm like, holy shit, I need him in right now. And I just did the transfer. Yeah. So there, there is, there's definitely a couple, <laughs> there's definitely a, there's definitely a couple of options for sure. Um, I don't know. Ziyech is injured for me, so like I could easily transfer him out for Grealish. I think that's a pretty good move, man. Honestly, your team, the rest of your team looks really good. Yeah, I just I'm, I'm I really want Bruno at some point. Like I don't know. I might have to. I don't know if I want to sacrifice Sun for Bruno because like, or I could just try and like downgrade Harrison and then uh, bring up Ziyech for Bruno. So like I don't know. It's interesting, but I think going into Christmas period, it's good to have like to bank one at some point and to like be ready because. In terms of, like, the fixture schedule is coming up. Let me just pull it up right now. Yeah, the games are constant, um, man. Yeah, so, like, Game Week 12. Yeah, Game Week 12 is, like, uh, I guess it's going to be on the Friday. And then after that, it's it just gets really packed. Oh, shit, dude. Four-game turnarounds. Four-day turn like, turnarounds yeah, yeah. for, like, the so, next 
four, 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 three. That's like, the thing, what man. The heck so, is like, this, man? I don't know. Crazy. Two transfers could be a play on the card. I think me and Jay are going to try and definitely hold. <laughs> but we'll see what happens when, when, when we release our squad picks to you guys on social media. But, yeah, man. Other than that, I think just kind of reiterating that, that captaincy, I think Salah is, like, the main pick. However, I don't know. Is, is his... A, is this a way Kane some good? I I don't really place much stock into that to be honest, man. Because like these guys are so good that like realistically, it's like like they're gonna get a penalty or something, and then you're you're just buried anyways. So if you have him, I don't think you want to overthink that too much. Gotcha. Okay. Well, there you have it, guys. Another episode in the books. Lots that we talked about, ranging from all sorts of teams to players. Yeah, little template forming. Make sure you don't. Uh, stray away from that too much honestly like people love their differentials but um like the template guys are template for a reason right they're getting the points every week and people are bringing them in so yeah uh definitely salah cap this week if you got him i think that's safe well there you have it guys another episode in the books lots that we talked about ranging from all sorts of teams to players um but yeah guys a lot of season to go man dude this is the funnest part man game weeks every like three four weeks or every three four days like it's sick yeah and yeah guys so going forward obviously uh jay and i apologize for getting the last week's episode uh out to you guys a little bit late hopefully not hopefully we will get this one out to you as early as possible so you guys have the week to kind of listen sit back and you know kind of plan your moves but other than that you know have fun Uh, this was a good fpl week I i think me and jay are like sitting in pretty good overall ranks right now going forward so still still a lot to a lot to do but i think um i think it's fun and game weeks every like three four weeks or every three four days like it's sick guys enjoy this month because it definitely doesn't happen like this for sure but yeah enjoy this month and yeah we'll see you guys next episode so i'm your co-host johnny is jason and this is the fpl and wine podcast signing off peace